Welcome to Beers with Carter. Here's my stepbrother, Seth. We're just talking about the new Call of Duty, how great it's going to be. And now everyone's going to love it. New crossplay. Tell me what you like about it. Definitely that crossplay aspect. I'm excited to be playing with computer, Xbox, PlayStation, you know? Yeah. What makes you excited? I just want the quick scoping back. Oh, okay, going back to the original, man. Yep, yep, I want that back. Just super basic. Uh, three kills, UAV, five kills, airstrike, seven seven kills, helicopter. I want that back. Makes you more good on your guns. Okay. Definitely get that. I don't blame you there. A lot of the recent Call of Duties have been a little rough on that. You get all sorts of crazy guns and crazy you know, skill streaks. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I don't know. I, well, personally, I'd rather play with guns than kill streaks. <laughs> Once kill streaks happen, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the game goes in a whole nother direction. But you tell me you don't like me. to spawn randomly into a spot and just get murdered <laughs> just out of nowhere. From a kill streak, that's never fun, dude. It's frustrating. That's, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, no, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Love Call of Duty, but the kill streaks are out of hand sometimes. Yeah, they're getting out of hand. Yeah, I get that. So, cut those down. Make it more of a gun game. Run a gun. Yeah, appreciate Makes that. Sense. Yeah. I know you played the beta. What did you think of that? Thought it was good. No issues? 4K. Yeah. It's a little weird camera angles. Camera stuff, but... It is a beta. Yeah. I'm going to fix I, that. Yeah. Thought the guns and everything. I thought it, everything shot straight. and It was good. Pretty well balanced. Yeah. We'll see. Definitely. I mean, Listen. It's not like Red Dead... What do you mean? I don't know. Red Dead's different. Feels like a wild. I don't know. <laughs> I guess what? Wild, wild west. Wild west, Grand <laughs> Theft Auto, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Quite different. Uh, well, what kind of beer you got there, bro? Bud Light. Bud Light. The only one I drink, bro. Oh, okay. I got this Oktoberfest from Bo- Bohemian. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. A little bit darker than usual. I like yeah. it. But yeah. Oh, no, man. It's crazy out there these days. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, yeah. you're Derek, aka Carter. Carter. That's why you get drinking with Carter, man. <laughs> And then, or beer with Carter. with Carter. What is it called? I don't remember. Whatever. I'm Seth. We've known each other for what? 20 years? Yeah. Give or take. Like that. 20 plus years. Yeah, man. Crazy days. Back in the old haunted, haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> People won't believe it. Oh, yeah. No one believes the stories we have. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. Hey, video games to haunted houses. That's how it works, man. There you go. Talk about anything and everything. Yeah. White House was nuts. 
Yeah, that White House. Yeah, we're both from Utah, Salt Lake. Yeah. Area. I'm from a smaller town, a little bit west of Salt Lake, but same principle, right? Same thing. Right. <laughs> same difference. Dude, that White House. Same beer. That White House, dude. Some crazy haunted stories from that one. Yeah. Remember that time we were playing Grand Theft Auto 3? <laughs> on the old <laughs> PS2? Beating up the cop. <laughs> First you get the hooker, okay, and then you then you kill her, then you get money your money back, right? Yeah, yeah. Some good old called uh Scraps Auto Days, man. In that four wheeler in the backyard playing video games, hearing that thing start up. That was that was a whole nother whole nother thing. Whole nother story. Guys wouldn't get it. Unless you lived in a haunted house. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> True. I'm driving by past this thing. Fuck. I drove I actually drove past it. Fucking about three weeks ago. Really? There's a big fence up, and you can't even get up. Was it condemned? No. <laughs> <laughs> might, might as well have been. Shit's condemned. But that's crazy. That's where you're driving by. You can't even fucking. You can't even, you don't even get recognize in. It? Yeah. Well, you can't even get through the backyard. The uh, the garage. Big. Fuck. I think what was it two story. One oh, the garage. Some shit like that, yeah. That was a big garage. That was probably like a what, four or five car garage. Yeah. Something like that. Huge. Fucking big old rats. <laughs> Fucking matching mash, that. Before, before my dad and my mom got, they were, they were fucking big. they come home and shine a light in the back window and fucking rats. Shit. Jeez. Yeah. It's a little crazy. Yeah, so you guys have to hear about this, but talking <laughs> big old rats. Yeah, they, they weren't fatties. Yeah, they weren't playing around. <laughs> Shit, we just jump in there. Fuck that time. Fuck, we were playing like Grand Theft Auto. Shit, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, with what? What the fuck are we doing at that house? Playing Grand Theft Auto, dude. Old sixty four <laughs> games. Yeah. Like Contra Bad for a day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this, yeah, and Nintendo sixty four. Don't love that taco poo, dude. Mm-hmm. Throwing corn at you, Cocker's bad for a day, man. Sixty four. Yeah, it's old. Through the days, old school, dude. Your dad yeah. calling uh, customer care for the sixty four, trying <laughs> making them set it up because he didn't understand how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of bit red and red, yellow and yellow, white and white. Yeah, dude, it's a lot easier than you imagined back in those days, man. Yeah, I guess it was harder back in those days. You got the HDMI cable, you just plug right in, you're done. You don't have to worry about three of them, Good to go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, playing that game no more. Wall mounts and shit. (laughs) TVs are laying (laughs) on the ground. God damn. You got those those, uh, old CTV TVs, dude. (laughs) Thicker than your arm. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Like what, two feet thick? <laughs> Comparatively now, it's like two inches thick. It's crazy to yeah. think about, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. Okay, so let's think here. Well, think about nothing. Getting older. <laughs> getting a little wiser. You're not that old, dude. You're like what, forty? <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> Definitely. So I'm twenty seven here. Seth is just turned 26. Yeah, like a week ago. Happy birthday. A little crazy there, man. Yeah. 
hitting 20, over 25, dude. Really opened your eyes to life. Yeah. Me still. I need to find a different avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of those working, this dead-end job, wishing and waiting. Yeah. Whew. That's what it is. Definitely. Tell them about your old job. Or what? Or silencer co. Um, making silencers for making, guns. Yeah. I wasn't making silencers, dude. I was putting them into a retail bag and doing <laughs> for guns. Putting little muzzle brakes and flash hiders and little things in the boxes, sitting there chilling, listening to podcasts. Uh, listening to crime podcasts for some reason. <laughs> Listen to my old supervisor. He's a good guy. Yeah. Definitely a good guy. Good company. Interesting. I mean, guns. Yeah. Gotta love guns, right? Yeah. Gotta love them. Definitely, dude. Keep us safe. Man, dude, if anything, Such they're just a, entertaining. They're fun to shoot. Yeah, fun to shoot. Fun to collect, fun to learn about in my eyes. Yep. Jeez. Such wrong uh, rap to get guns. Well, I mean, there's two sides of the story, of course. I definitely get where, you know, mass shootings are bad things, but a lot of people always think of it in the wrong way, in my eyes. I think it's the gun's fault, right? They yep. Usually, you know, you never, no one ever looked at Not very many people look into the backstory of the, of the person doing the shooting, right? To me, it's usually mental health problems and people a lack of uh, society paying attention yeah. to those mental health problems and trying to fix it yeah. preemptively. Well, Same yeah. thing with suicide. Yeah, we didn't even talk about those mental health problems. I mean, people just can't prescribe pills just to... Well, that's modern medicine in a sense. They prescribe pills to solve problems. Yeah. They don't think about the, you know, solving the actual issue. They solve the symptom. So Right, right. And well, it just leads like, to more issues. Yeah. When you're living, well, especially in Richfield, like, you know, with my dad and everything and what guys were doing out there, there wasn't shootings or No, it's nothing. a small town, Phil. I mean, everybody knew each other. Everybody was invested into each other. I mean... Get a lot of that tribal aspect, a lot of that tribal feeling. I mean, that's how we're, I mean, humans are meant to be is in a tribe. They're meant to be in small groups, not massive right. cities where no one knows each other's and everyone feels disconnected and they don't feel like they belong. That's, you know, tribal, right. that tribal aspect's huge in the human society. Yeah. Like the military, a lot of military folks, when they get out, they don't, they don't, they don't necessarily miss the military. They miss that feeling of, belonging they miss that yeah yeah they miss the yeah, belonging. exactly yeah they miss that purpose in life and yeah things like that and it stems to like very very strong feeling of that tribal that tribal you gotta be tribal right. you gotta be in the group yeah you feel yeah. part of something you gotta feel yeah wanted and needed gotta be part of the homies right <laughs> you gotta yeah. be part of those homies son yeah <laughs> definitely i mean that was sad. Hey, being there when I was listening to another podcast, and um, he had a Marine on and talked about losing four brothers, but yeah, he lost dude. actually 10 because of the Afghans uh, he was fighting with. Yeah. Treating them like brothers and stuff. Yeah, dude. And it didn't know him that well when he first went in, dude. Sure, he learned and loved him. Right. Just like an American versus right. an American, it seemed. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't want the same thing. Well, this, this stems back to that tribalism where 
each country has that naturalism and they just want to be part of a group, right? So American, American, right? We're all just people. Yeah. I mean, you got to love all, everyone the same. Yeah. People, everybody loves people. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. We're just trying to do our thing. Yeah. Makes sense to me. I mean, you, who knows what it's meant to be these days. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's always up in the air with me. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Got a lot of, well, I don't know. A lot of people putting in their two cents that don't know what they're doing. And Definitely. It's a huge factor in the gun control aspect. A lot of people, okay, what was it, a senator from Texas or something like that saying AR-15 shoot 50 cal bullets? Yeah. I mean, there is a few. <laughs> there is a few. You got like, you know, 50 bear wolf and stuff like that that shoots 50 cal bullets, but... Everyone always thinks of fifty like AR fifteens is five five six or two two three ammo. Right. So I mean, it's kinda crazy to think about when you know, people making laws and stuff like that without any knowledge of the actual thing they're trying to make a law of. Yeah. Gotta open up another one, man. Gotta get there. <laughs> Gotta get to that that calm phase, right? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the end of my thirty on my Bud Light. Damn, dude. You know, hard. Yeah. Well, but I want to hear you talk about, especially guns, being in the military and stuff. Well, part of my background is I was in the Utah National Guard for eight years. I enjoyed every most of it. There is some negatives and pluses and pretty much everything in life, right? Yep. I did yep. learn quite a bit from that, you know, with military background and guns and shooting. And it was all fun when you shot, right? That's why, that's why I love guns. Yeah. You know, it's deep-rooted yeah. in our family. It's deep rooted in a lot of people's families. It's part of life, hunting and you know, going out with your dad and shooting and stuff like that. It really creates a bond with a lot of families. Yeah. What do you want to hear about guns? Dro- dropping yeah, dropping deer, dropping milk. Um I know a lot of people question on what guns should be legal and what guns should be illegal. What what would be your take on that? Honestly, I mean, for me, every gun should be legal in my aspect, in my eyes. I mean, if we train people properly on proper handling of firearms and understanding how to use a firearm and how to take care of a firearm, and that that doesn't include just shooting it and cleaning it. I mean, it takes um, into account of how to handle them, you know, safety with the firearm how to store them, where to store them, things like that. I mean, I definitely think pretty much every gun should be legalized. I think my stance on that type of thing is just like we get a driver's license for a car, you should get a, a license for a firearm. Plain right. and simple. I mean, that's just me. It yeah. should include the, you know, the background checks, making yeah. sure they're mentally stable to be able to, to have that firearm, things like that. I mean, we should be a lot more stringent on the, the, way to be able to get firearms but we shouldn't be stringent on the firearms themselves right to me that's i mean a lot of people differ in opinion a lot of people that are for guns think everyone should just it should be a a right and you get you get a gun you get a gun and then you know you have the opposite side of everybody we should only have we shouldn't have guns at all and there's no point to guns yeah well i mean i think we should definitely look at a compromise and understanding between both sides and whatever's best for the general public. I mean, just because 
people commit mass shootings doesn't mean taking away guns are necessarily best for the general public because right i mean how many cases are out there that there was a you know somebody defended their life in self-defense with a firearm and you know you don't see that yeah. on the news you don't see that in public it's well there's what hun- it is. hundreds of them and they're not there's more than that yeah there's, there could be thousands of them, well, it's just but they're not, not documented. It's, right. not as doc- it's not as right. well documented as a mass shooting. And so it's difficult to be able to go, this is exactly what it is. This is exactly what we should do. You know, it's, the, it's, the mental health issue. There's a gray area. Yeah. You know, the mental health issue is such a big problem. That, yeah. um, I don't know. I think Congress has to address. I mean, definitely. You, I mean, just homeless people, homeless veterans. You got homeless everything. You know, and a lot of times it's not, they're not homeless by choice. They're homeless by mental health issues. So that stems into it too, not just gun control or, or people owning firearms or things like that. Or right, mass shooters. Right. I mean, we definitely, as a country, have a lot of mental issues. And I think that something definitely needs to be addressed. Getting straight. Yeah. I'm, I mean, who knows what we should do, but it definitely should be a conversation that's been being had. Yeah. Kind of like what we're doing right now, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a big one, well, especially with guns, and we agree on pretty much most of it. Every, Typically. in my opinion, I think everyone should own a gun and you should know how to use it, know how to arm it, whatever. But I, I definitely don't, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I also don't agree with it because everybody shouldn't own a gun. Yeah. If you want to own a gun, then you should go through the right process to own the gun, but... Right. You don't, I mean, it's, it's America. We definitely should, no one should be forced into owning something when they don't want to own it. Right. Yeah. That's kind of my thought process. Yeah. But what's that? Fuck. What's that town? Was it like Arizona or something? Uh, everyone's re- required to have a gun. Isn't it? Um, I, know, I know what you're referring to, but I'm not, I don't remember the exact name of the town. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking They're about. Like crimes down. Well, I mean, definitely, everything's down. Well, I mean, you as a criminal, why would you try to break into a house when you knew knew potentially that you could lose your life breaking into the house? Right. It doesn't make sense to me. Right. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Then again, I'm a law I'm a law abiding citizen that doesn't have the same thoughts as some people that right. you know, that are desperate. Potentially, they're trying to break into a house because they need the money for Christmas or they need the money for drugs you know your mindset's just wrong on those type of things right so it's hard to say that it's going to potentially help or not help but i definitely believe if we have those avenues for mental help um you're gonna have less occurrences of you know mass shootings you're gonna have less occurrences of improper uses of firearms in my opinion Definitely, I believe people have, should. I mean, you should have the right to defend yourself if you so choose to defend it in the way of owning a firearm. Right, right. But, but you do the same with like a knife. Like you can commit I mean, the same amount of murders as a knife. I mean, we've seen it in London with the mass stabbings, things like that. Yeah, uh, I can't attest to everything. It's just, I mean, I don't have that knowledge right off the top of my head. I'm not gonna. Yeah, try to pretend like I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, definitely a weapon is a weapon is a weapon. So you can make anything that you want to into a weapon. Into a weapon. You don't have to have a firearm. You don't have to have a knife. You don't. Yeah. Whether it's a hammer, it's a wrench. Yeah, exactly. From the beginning of man, we've made tools that are used to hunt and 
kill mm. potentially. So you can use a piece of wood that's been sharpened into a spear. I mean, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you may not be able, to be able to do it as effectively as other things, but if you want to kill someone, you're going to kill someone. It's just how it is. Nature. So, I mean, yeah. It's, humans are humans. Yeah. Yeah. It's nature. I mean, that's the thing. Bad and good. And you got that it. back in the caveman days, just get a, a fire going, little rock, and oh yeah, bashing someone in because they're taking your meat. Exactly. You killed. It comes back to that tribalism, dude. Yeah. It comes back to people want to be in a group because it's better for survival. Right. I mean, it all stems back to biology with humans, right? Because yeah, basically all you want in life is shelter, food, and sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Sex, mostly. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. that stems from the, you, you got to carry on yeah. your offspring. You got to create yeah. new, new and better right. generations or things yeah. like that. Yeah. And that's, Ours. I mean, we create better tools to better effectively suit the needs that we need to suit. I mean, we create the firearms to a be better at war because <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate yeah. part of history is war. Right. I mean, you create, and you can't deny that. Oh, well, no. I mean, with it. I any, don't. I mean, any, yeah. I mean, well, any culture, any religion, it's war. Yeah, because, it, well, I mean, it's that tribalism aspect. You're part of yeah. this group, you're trying to defend your group, and you're trying right. to protect the people in your group because each person suits, has a necessary part of that group. So, right. I, I mean, it could be your construction worker. They're building new buildings and things like that for people to have shelter. Or it could be your software developer. They're doing new websites and things like that for, you know, comfort, for right. fun, relaxation, things like that. Right. Or necessity. I mean, it stems back to, I need to defend the people that I feel like are part of my group. Yeah. And when somebody's part of your group, you're going to, it's like a family member. You're going to defend them. You're going to do whatever you can to potentially, you know, save them. Yeah. And that's it's not whole, make like, longer. It's that whole tribalism yeah. aspect yeah. in my mind because it's, yeah. it's survival. It's just in your mind, you're trying to survive and, if anybody is coming out from the outside coming in, that's why you have, um, like for instance, uh, Republicans and de de Democrats, right? The Republicans are the people that are like, don't let people come into our, into our, our country. Right. We don't want immigrants. Right. It's not, it's not as hard as fast and it's not hard set in stone. Yeah. Way, it's not, we don't want them in. But go through the, venue. we don't want, well, we don't want people that are potentially going to harm us. Right. In, right. And yeah. then you have the Democrats that are like, oh, it's cool. Let everybody in. Yeah. I shouldn't say Democrats and Republicans. I know it's more like liberal and conservative. Yeah. But there's a lot of that comes with that. Well, yeah, there is. Yeah. And like, well, if you do a close knit like tribe, right? 20 people, you know, everybody, everybody knows everybody that you know that you're not going to harm each other. Right. And then this random person shows up with a weapon or without a weapon. You don't know if they're going to. Kill, try to kill you or try to take your food or try to, you know, do whatever they're going to do. Right. You don't know that. And so that's where the conservative aspect goes in. Like, whoa, we don't want them coming in because it's potentially going to harm us. Yeah. But then you have the liberal aspect of we need them to come in, be able to be able to grow and, you know, change and right. be able to get right. a new source of assistance, a new mindset, a new help, more help, you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. And that's where, you know, immigration policy would it comes in and a lot yeah. of people are like both sides of the fence, right? Let them in or don't let them in. But yeah. in all reality, it's a gray area and 
we can't let people in that are like serial killers, right? Everyone yeah. can agree you don't want a random person in killing a bunch of your people. Yeah. They're from your Get country or, you know, yeah. your family or your sister, your brother, your mother, your dad, your kid. You don't want right. them coming in to kill them, right? But in the same aspect, we can't deny everybody. Otherwise, it's going to be the same people doing the same thing with the same mindset yeah. and nothing's ever going to change. Yeah. And it's not going to, you're not going to be able to grow as a civilization or as a country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of puts you on a neutral zone or... Yeah, it's stagnant. You know, like, what are we doing? It's like a river that doesn't move. I mean, a, a lake that doesn't have a river that goes into it and right. allows the water to move and prevent bacteria from growing in it. And, right. You know, it's going to throw off the ecosystem without yeah. an active source of water. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the hardest things, to, you know, with shit going on and everything. I don't want to get political, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, what do you do? You want to let so many people in that help, but you want to keep the bad people out. And it's, how do you do it? The vetting process. And- I mean, definitely the process that we have in, in place right now is not perfect. Yeah. And I'm not no country it's, is. It's ever going to be perfect, but yeah. I mean, we definitely need to adjust the vetting process to allow people in that are going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to. For instance, right now it's like what Muslim countries probably, yeah, or Mexico. A lot of people are iffy about illegal immigration from Mexico or ISIS members, things like that. I mean, if you have a Mexican doctor that's saved thousands of lives, yeah, you want them to come into your country, be able to practice medicine, and save potentially more thousands of lives. I mean, yeah, more lives exactly. But then you have a drug lord that's potentially killed thousand lives because because they're trying to sell their product into the United States. Yeah. Um, that's move here or like, yeah, you you know, the whole like breaking bad aspect where you're, you you know, you're trying to sell your drugs and you have to kill your competitor. Yeah. It's not necessarily how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Get some of my point there. I mean, let's say for instance, um, you don't want that drug lord coming into your country, but you do want the doctor. So you're going to have to definitely have some type of vetting process to be able to ensure that the proper people come in at the proper time. Yeah. Well, that was, that's, loud. that's Seth getting a beer. People. <laughs> My bad. This, Psych. I want it. Yeah. This <laughs> Carter, we're drinking, we're talking. It's definitely good. But like, yeah. Sponsorship. Bud Light. No. <laughs> Come on, Bud Light. Send me some pallets. Yeah. Right. Uh, that'd be a little crazy. <laughs> but I mean, it's, you know, everyone's always divided on topics and things like that. And I definitely think yeah, conversations so need to be had about any topic and anything like that. And we shouldn't be judging people based on their beliefs and what they, they want to do. Right. Because right. as soon as you judge people, it forces people into a stereotype and well, not necessarily a stereotype, but it forces people to believe a certain way. And then it's like our current political situation with Democrats and Republicans and no one feels like a third party can come yeah. in and be able to change right. things up. Well, what's funny is God, just going back to, you know, just, well, <laughs> just going back to the, uh, what was it 2016 election with Trump and Hillary? Yeah. Is now that, you know, he got president, we just feel so divided. It's fucking insane. So divided. As a country, I think we're less divided than the public seems. Yeah, I mean, we're the big news. I think think the big news is putting out there as we're against each other. Honestly, like 
let's just take this for example. If a girl is riding her bike or a scooter, went down and like broke her leg, mm-hmm. we would all go to that woman and try and help her and make sure she's okay, you know, is okay, whatever. But in the news, it's you watch CNN or Fox, yeah. it's like, oh, the she side did that, she did that. And yeah, the like, side didn't help her, but the side yeah, did type of right, thing. Yeah, right, right. Or whatever it's it is. It's like, why can't we help each other? I mean, definitely uh, people are out there helping each other. I mean, yeah. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoot. We're probably all wrong. Right. But I don't know. Life's too short for that shit. I mean, that's. I'd, I would much rather help the girl across the road with a broken leg than, you know, give money more to this government or. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of get what you're saying. I mean, you want to help the person that you know versus the stranger that you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Which, I mean, that kind of mindset is good. I'm not saying it's bad. You want to help your community, right? Yeah. You want to help the people around you, the people that affect you the most. You want to help them, right? That's yeah, typically what it is. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's definitely difficult conversation to have and a difficult difficult thing to understand because people are just so varied so many variables in people's lives and things like that whether or not yeah. they can help or not Ooh, excuse me yeah and i'm peeing i'm gonna ask this guy about afghanistan who's there well <laughs> i definitely wasn't there i never got deployed to afghanistan in the national guard i stayed stateside in utah but, I mean, he can definitely ask me. I can definitely answer honestly. <laughs> and I'm sure in the background you can hear him peeing, and it's kind of, you know, a little awkward. But, hey, we'll figure it out. 